0: Hello everyone, this is Isaac Petrie. Welcome to the podcast. Be ready to be encouraged and enlightened as we discuss spiritual solutions
1: for everyday life.
0: Well, hello there everybody, and here we are. Hello. Welcome to Kingdom Conversations. Um listen, that's Iron, how you doing? Man,
1: I'm good. Uh, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing great. <laughs> Listen, I am about to put out just a little bit of um, something here online, and it'll um, uh, take me just a minute. Pray everybody is doing well because we need to talk about a few things. And so I pray that everybody is having a blessed time. And I want to apologize for not being with you the last few weeks. We have been vacating. (laughs) I've had had, um, a lot of doing. First of all, I'm back on the road preaching. So I was preaching a conference and then I was on anniversary, uh, you know, celebrating, honeymooning again and Mm -hmm. just enjoying myself, but we back Kingdom Conversations is on and I will ask that you would share some of these things. This is Isaac Petrie and that is? That's Iron Petrie. Who are you? You are the great Iron Petrie and listen, we're going to be talking about President Trump, Joe Biden, (laughs) the church, politics, council culture, all of this good stuff that's been going on in the earth that we need to be talking about on Kingdom Conversations, so we can give a Mm -hmm. biblical concept and construct to things that are going on. Before we get into that, two things, I want to thank all of those that have been texting us and contacting us saying, hey, where y'all at? So Uh it lets me know that (laughs) y'all are enjoying the conversation and have been listening to us. Fairly new show. Help us spread the word. We're going. We plan to be on every Thursday at noon, unless I am out preaching, and then we will make adjustments to it. But listen, got good things for you. I'm going to have guests on with me, not just the great Irene Petrie, but we're going to start adding more guests so we can get into more conversations concerning things that are coming. It is going to be good. So you want to set your notifications? every time um, Kingdom Conversations come on. So make sure you're following me um, and and make sure you set the notification so we can get it. Now, before we get into this conversation, we want to pray real quick um, and ask God to supernaturally do some restoration in the earth. You know, right now outside, we've got a lot of rain. Thank God that's all we got. Yeah. Um, here in Texarkana, Texas, because we are so northeast Texas that the hurricane, by the time it comes on land and then makes its way up through North Texas, it it weakens and falls apart. But those that are on the coastline of Louisiana and and Texas got hit, and we just want to pray for God to supernaturally restore. And thank all of those that have prayed and spoke against this storm. And I want you to be in prayer every time you see a hurricane, every time you see something coming on the scene, I want you to pray because we believe in the authority of Christ. And it looks like initially that things are not as bad as they were expecting. So thank God to God be the glory. Thank you for praying. And let's continue praying until it dissipates. And every time you see these hurricanes and things coming, continue to pray. And so, thank you, Father, for Amen. just, I believe your prayers limited the damage. And so, our hearts go out to them and as well as other things that are going on all over this nation and around the world. Now, President Trump, um, Vice President, running for president, Joe Biden, politics, the church, everybody is talking about it, but nobody wants to talk about it. (laughs) I mean, I can't go nowhere where people are not talking about it, calling, but nobody wants to talk about it in public because of too much drama that surrounds and the contention surrounding that. We are going to be right here dealing with these things, pretty much up to election. This is gonna be election central. I'm just letting you know that right now because we're gonna be talking about what's going on in the earth. I believe this is one of the most important elections in my lifetime and I believe in America because there is such polarization going on and there's such a power struggle tug of war between um, ideals and thoughts and visions for a nation. And you are going to have to decide which side of the rope you want to pull because you don't have but two, (laughs) you know, that you can vote for. So you're going to have to get on one side of the rope or the other. And our job is to talk about the rope. You, You can decide where you want to pull, but we are going to talk about the rope so that you know where to pull. And so now, Pastor Iron, these are things that I believe the church is past time to have been talking about, because I believe with all of my heart that the biggest mistake the church has made in a generation is removing itself from politics and removing itself from political engagement, political understanding so that it can know how to leverage our votes to benefit the kingdom of God. And so um, we in our church have been talking about this for years. I've been involved in political action committees. Actually, I've chaired two political action committees. So this is not anything new. I didn't just jump into this. I've been in this Um, involved in the city and and all types of little things and sessions and meetings and all types of things dealing with this political arena. But what we have done in our church, we've been talking about this for years. So we don't have the struggle that a lot of other churches have, Mm -hmm. which means that when you haven't talked about this and then it becomes an issue addressing it, in a way where you don't run off people and you don't run off members and you don't, Oh God, I, I'm going to deal with that at the end because I got something to say I, and I'm going to say it because it needs to be said because that's part of the whole council culture thing. But, but we've got to be able to talk about this because the political arena affects every area of your life. I don't think people understand that. You know, because when we first started talking about it, people were like, well, you might ought to stay out of politics. And then then things start happening on a civil rights end. And then they're like, well, you need to speak up and get involved. And I'm like, look, I'm confused. Do I stay out of it or do I get in it? And so the bottom line is this. Yes, you should be in it as a Christian, as a kingdom citizen, because- the laws, the leaders that govern a nation, will affect your life, and they are on a local, on a state, and on a on on a global, national level. And so, you can no longer, I feel like, go <clears throat> to polls ignorantly. You have to go with knowledge and knowing policies, knowing platforms, knowing what you are voting for. And that's what we're going to bring to the table. After the Republican National Convention is over tonight, next week on Kingdom Conversations, we're going to bring the platforms to you. Because (laughs) when our members in our church start talking about platforms, they start running into their relatives, they start running into people they work with, talking about what do you mean platforms? What, why you got to know all of that? Just go vote. <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean why you got to know all that? Just go vote. I mean, if I don't know all of that, how can I vote for so for all of you people that say, you know, it doesn't matter to me. I'm not involved in all that. I'm just going to vote. My question is how and on what? What are you voting for? What if you don't know anything, how are you gonna cast a vote? So that day is over. We are going to talk about it. The church needs to talk about it. But it needs to be done in a way in which you deal with the policies and the platforms and you leave it up to people to decide. And that's what we're going to do on Kingdom Conversations. Now, I know pretty much where I'm voting. And a lot of people pretty much know where they're voting. And I'm not going to bring all of that bias to the table. I'm just going to explain platforms that are important, but at the very end, I'm going to talk to, hopefully, a conversation between us online where where we can begin the dialogue right here, putting your comments up on the screen, answering questions, going back and forth, because we need to teach the world how to talk to one another again. We got to teach the world how to be Christian people and how to have dialogue. I have Christian friends that agree with me and disagree with me. And we are still friends. We still love one another. Ain't really? No way. Is no. that possible? Oh, no wait. <laughs> you might ought to get to the end of this broadcast because listen, I'm, I've got to talk to all of y'all who, who are canceling people and messing up relationships and your life over over disagreements about things. I got, I got to help you. I really want to help you because you don't understand how unwise some of your behaviors have become in dealing with, whether it's politics or dealing with things in a church, dealing with things in your family, there's this spirit of control and domination and contention that has come in. And as Christian people, we got to learn how to get it out. So Pastor Iron, before we jump in, no about Trump and Biden, talk about why the church has to get involved in the political arena and understanding these policies and platforms so that we can have an intelligent vote.
1: Well, yeah, I go back to something that was said by the late Milton Friedman. Milton Friedman was, of course, a um, Nobel um, winning um or awarded, if you would say, economist. He was one of the foremost uh, economic minds of the twentieth century, really, and he still is a very prominent figure in American history. Uh, and he talked about how you know a lot of times in politics we believe we have to elect the right people. We've got to get the right people in politics and get the good people in and and uh, get the bad people out. But he said that's really not the case, and and I agree with him on this. He said it's all about creating a political climate of opinion in which it makes it advantageous for the wrong people to do the right thing. And, uh, and, I, and I agree with that because a lot of times we focus on people, we focus on personalities, but really the driving force in the culture is the political climate of opinion. That is to say, what people think about politics, what people think about is possible through politics, what people think about uh, in terms of, of how culture and how the nation should be. And if that political climate of opinion is wrong, it really doesn't matter who you put in that office because the bad people aren't going to do the right thing and good people aren't going to be incentivized to do it either because they're going to stick their finger up and catch the wind of opinion, you know, and and they're going to follow it. So this is why it's important for the Christian to be involved, because I believe above all groups on the face of the earth, the body of Christ can more effectively uh, impact the political climate of opinion that right. we can educate, we can teach, we can do it with, uh, with love and with decency and civility. We can stand in the public arena and, and joust with ideas without resorting to all of this crazy council culture and all of these personal attacks and all of this foolishness that is going on in the world today. And I think that is really the importance of, of the church is affecting that political climate of opinion. And what has happened is the church has kind of abdicated that position, abdicated that. They've, right. they've withdrawn from the discussion. They've withdrawn from the table. They've, they've actually not occupied their seat at the table. And so the political climate of opinion is now being controlled by either radical uh, leftists or radical people on the right or all kinds of extremism and all kinds of people who don't have the guiding force of the Holy Spirit to give clear-cut wisdom and direction and to bring people to a point of seeing uh, right and wrong. Because truly in the midst of all of this uh, election, whether we're voting right, left, Republican, Democrat, really we're voting right and wrong in many cases. (laughs) And and Mm -hmm. we, and we uh, we have to sit back and we have to be able to speak clearly to that. And I think that's the importance of the church is influencing that political climate of opinion, making sure that we stand up for the values that we believe in, and, uh, and standing for them unapologetically. And I think that's where we have our greatest impact, but that's also where I feel like we've had our greatest uh, withdrawal and abdication.
0: You know, I, um, I have a dream and, <laughs> and my dream <laughs> is that the church would take the leverage that we have as believers and come together and not necessarily form a party, not, not an organized party, but to form a church, an ecclesia is the Greek word, mm-hmm. where we represent the government of heaven in the earth, and we come together unified with policies and things that we come together and say, this is what we will support and what we will not support. There are enough Christians that are Black, white, Hispanic, European, Asian, there are enough of us in America that if we could ever come together and get out of our our assumptions, get out of our um, preferences, get out of our loyalties yeah, and be loyal to the kingdom, we could come together and we could literally take the authority and the leverage of what we have and determine every elected official, local, state, and national, if we would come together. And then we could have a kingdom agenda and then we could have yeah. that enforced in the earth. That is, that is what the church is supposed to be doing in politics. That's what happened with the civil rights movement. That yeah. was the church that was Dr. King, that was a man of God, a preacher of the gospel, a leader in God's church, galvanizing the church to tip the tide of policy in a nation. Why did we stop there? That's my question. Why why did we stop there? We shouldn't have just stopped there. We should have kept going together as a as a unified body of believers coming together and pushing the kingdom agenda on the earth. Why? Because the kingdom works for everybody. Yes. It, it works for everybody. If we get God's will done in the earth, it will benefit everybody. The poor, the black, the white, the the, 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 the disenfranchised, the, the the people who are uneducated, the, the everything, everything. The kingdom fixes everything and if we seek it first but now you and I both know that's hard to do it's time to get it. <laughs> because it seems is that the church is divided ideologically as far as what party to support mm. and 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 i believe we have allowed the parties to part the church and split the church instead of the church staying together and causing the parties to acquiesce to what we desire. Because dominantly African-Americans are voting for the Democrat party. That's just known. That's 90% um, of the African-American race votes for the Democrat party. Well, that means That's the church. That's the African-American church in that. And then you've got evangelicals who dominantly, not dominantly, but, you know, by by a greater majority seem to support the Republican party. And we've got issues on both sides of them that the other is screaming about in the party that they don't want to support or want to support or why are you not supporting that? Why are you not supporting that? My goal is to hopefully move us, and it's going to take some time, to move us to the point where we come together as people of God, put these parties out, and say, okay, let's get together in the church and decide what we want as an agenda, and then take that to the Democrat Party, take that to the Republican Party, and say, whichever one of you, are going to support this kingdom agenda. That's who is going to get our vote. That's my dream. That's my dream. I believe we can do it. I believe we can leverage the kingdom to that degree, and we can affect so much change, but we can't do that if we're split on these sides. And listen, I wanna make sure I'm clear. I wanna make sure I'm clear. You can be loyal to the Democrat party, or you can be loyal to the Republican party. I do not have the authority, the leverage, or the desire to try to change your preferences and your loyalty. My point that I am trying to make is simply this. I believe that it's God's will, that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and that we need to start to move toward coming together to see if we can form a party (laughs) you know the christian party and hold these other ones accountable to the word of god now that's difficult pastor iron why is that so difficult change the world
1: help us why is that difficult (laughs) to bring i I, I think it's 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 somewhat difficult because of you know you're talking to somebody who has a personal belief through my own as I've grown throughout the years, I have less and less faith in the body politic to actually accomplish the things that we desire in a society. I think, I think that we can, if we're not careful, we can put too much emphasis on political power. And, I, and, I, and, and look, political power, it, it affects a lot of things, but it affects a lot of things because we've been, we've been so gradually giving more and more of our, our uh, freedom and more of our responsibility to government to do different things. Uh, and so it has it is, it is really accrued a lot more influence than it used to have, and, and what I believe even the framers even wanted it to have. Right. But, but I go back to that whole affecting the political climate of opinion because I would like to see the same result you want, but I see it through a different methodology. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Christian people become so well-versed in, their, in a biblical worldview, that they know who they are in Christ, they know what it means to be walking in fellowship with him, unbroken and loyal to him and him only. They know what it means to say, no Jew, no Greek, no male, no female, no bond, no free, but all are in Christ. And that they've truly submerged their identity in him to the point that when they view policy, when they view politics, because we do have a civic responsibility, Mm -hmm. that they see it through a biblical lens to where when they march into the voting booth, they're not divided over race, class, or gender. They're not divided over loyalty to this, that, or the other. They have one loyalty. And that is to what gives freedom of expression to the name of Jesus and kingdom principle. And, and, And if we do that, If the body of Christ would would do as Paul, you know, you know, he admonished the the church at Corinth, you know, about minding the same things, speaking the same things. What is he speaking to? He's speaking to unity, but he's speaking to unifying around what God's word says. Mm -hmm. Right. There are a lot of Christians that God bless their hearts, but God's word is very optional. It is very optional given the circumstances situation. It's taken or left uh things are kind of cut up cut out and and cut away things are 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 emphasized on one side and then de-emphasized on another instead of understanding how to have a coherent and cohesive biblical worldview and then when they go out and vote they will be these they will be that ecclesia that goes out and they 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 vote for kingdom principle and for biblical values and they won't they won't be so scattered all over the place because what has happened is we've been taught that so many more things are important than what really is important, right? We, we've kind of, we've elevated things all over the place because we've, we've found that what we can do, and this is why I have a, a limited expectation about politics <laughs> is that we, uh, we found that we can vote ourselves government largesse and money and funds. We can vote ourselves and curry political power and influence to help us, to maintain us, to promote us. And when everybody's kind of looking at that government purse and everybody's being influenced now by what they can receive from government, it changes the incentive of people and it starts to corrupt the, the, the purity of really what we should be involved in. And that is to say, maintaining a free society, first of all, maintaining a society in which government does not get involved in every little cotton picking thing in our lives maintaining a society in which we do have the freedom of speech, freedom of religion. We have, and these these things are not impugned, they're not infringed upon, they're left alone. But what happens is, is so many people have gotten in bed with politics so much, they're finding themselves divided over what they can and, and should or shouldn't vote for or against. And I think that's a that's a really dangerous position to put yourself in. And I would just like the church to really like I said, I want the same result. I just don't know if it's possible because of the way human beings are just given to act. Well, I have a dream. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I get a dream. No, no, my, 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 no. Seriously,
0: the 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 point we wanted to make in this first part of this, before we start talking about President Trump and Joe Biden and and council culture and all of that, is that you got to get involved. And 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 meaning. Meaning uh, you need to understand what you're voting for. That I think, like I said, there, nobody is going to arrive at a point where you're going to see everything you want in these parties, not yet. Oh, God, absolutely. We can get there, though, if we, if we become the unified church and stick together and come up with a, a church agenda and come up with a kingdom agenda. Everybody else coming up with agendas. No, let's come up with a kingdom agenda. And everybody else is lobbying for what they want. The church has got to come on the scene because we are the ones who are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Come on the scene and have an agenda and keep moving it. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen by this Facebook post. It, But it can start something in the mind to start in your family. That's where you start. You start in your home. You start in in your circle of influence, starting to teach people to understand what is a kingdom worldview, yeah. and 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 you just start moving it. And then you start it in the church, and you start teaching it. And then you have you have classes on this. You there's no way you can go yes. vote if you don't know what you're voting for. Exactly. That is that is a very negligent way to do anything because number one, your vote. I heard Kenneth Copeland say this years ago, and it makes sense to me now. Your vote is your seed, it's your seed into a city, it's your seed into a nation. Your vote is your voice, it's your voice into a city, it's your voice into a nation. And if the church is not the one planting the seeds. And if the church is not the one ones expressing the voice, then what does that lead? That yeah. leaves the world, that leaves Absolutely. the enemy, and so we have got to we gotta live here, y'all. You can't yeah. just go to church and and shout, <laughs> and we gotta live in this nation, so we need a nation that represents the kingdom of God, and that's what we're after, and so you have to know. What you're voting for. No, I feel like it is unwise to just go vote because somebody said something, because somebody you like, somebody looked good, somebody you don't like, or, or this is the way my family did it. I did that too to start out. But then yeah. I discovered what matters to Isaac Petrie. What matters to me? What out of what I believe I have learned of the Word of God and what I believe God's will is for a nation, then what can I construct out of all of that, that I believe would be an agenda that would benefit men and the kingdom of heaven on earth? Mm -hmm. And you're not going to find the Jesus party yet. No, it ain't, it ain't out there. We trying to build it, but it ain't out there. The Jesus party ain't out there. It's the Republican and Democrat. You got to choose one of them. And so for right now, and hopefully we can move this thing forward to where, like I said, there will be a church that affects more than anything. And so I believe that's God's will it can be done like you said there might be a different way so listen get involved you don't have to take a deep dive into politics but you need to know what your mayor what your governor what your representative you need to know what your senators are voting for you need to know what laws they're they're signing off on you need to know what your congress is doing you need to know you need to know what is the agenda of your president um, that you're going to support. So now that's that. President Trump, Joe Biden, it's come down to those two. There is so (coughs) much bickering about um, (laughs) these two um, candidates, because even though he's the incumbent, he's still running again. So President Trump, Joe Biden, I cannot tell you how many people are falling out with one another. And this is in the church, falling oh, yeah. out with one another, Christian people over trying to choke one another, enforce one <laughs> another of who and who not to vote for. <laughs> you got to help us because I- yeah articulate as you are.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not I'm you know not. what the, the stuff I've seen has got me at a loss for words. I'm serious. I'm
0: not, I'm not as you know mild mannered <laughs> as you are. So I'm gonna let you start because I got one word that could sum up all of this. Um because um in all honesty what I'm seeing is is very disappointing. Mm. You can be for or against. That is your opinion. That is your right as a free moral agent. But what you do not have a right to do is try to force other people to have your opinion and to have your point of view. And what we're seeing is this contention with people Over well, if you vote for President Trump, I can't support you. I can't, I can't roll with you. If you're gonna vote for him, if you vote for Joe Biden, how you call yourself a Christian? How you gonna be a (laughs) Christian and vote for that? And all of these things coming out to demonize one another. Let me tell you something. It's not gonna happen on this page. If we find out that you said anything to demonize either President Trump or, or vice president nominee Biden or Mike Pence, Kamala Harris, or, or us, or anybody, you just wasted time typing because we're going to delete you. Because we have got to get to the point in the body of Christ where civility and, and, and trying to control and dominate one another have got to quit. Your vote absolutely, is your choice. If you love President Trump, You don't have to explain to nobody why you love President Trump. You don't don't have to walk around and explain to people why you voted for him. It's your vote. You don't have to explain to anybody why you support him. If you want to support President Joe Biden, you don't have to walk around and explain to anybody, to Christian people, well i' am I'm, I'm, I'm not against that, but I'm for that and 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 it, all of this it ain't nobody's business. who you want to support that is your life and nobody is going to try to dominate that or 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 usurp that. And on kingdom conversations, we are not going to try to tell you who to vote for. And what to do? And you're not spiritual. You're not saved. You're not godly. (laughs) You're not black. You're not what I mean. A whole list of things. You know, you're Uncle Tom. You're a coon. You're a sellout. If you're Trump, and if you're biting, you're unspiritual. You're demonic. And (laughs) the devil. All of this has to stop. Yeah. Jesus is not on the ticket. Jesus keep running. (laughs) Everybody you vote for has gonna have some flaws. I can promise you that, whether they hit the media or not. Mm -hmm. So the bigger issue is I want to encourage everybody to follow your convictions after you've accumulated the knowledge. Follow your heart and don't allow other people to demonize you. To the point where you become intimidated and insecure about the way you think about this whole political process. That's why people can't talk about it because they're too busy but fighting it one another and biting one another and trying to oh, God. <laughs> so we're gonna talk policy, we're not gonna talk people. So if you think there's gonna be some bashing of the president or there's gonna be some bashing of Biden, or all we're not doing none of that. People are off limits. Their policies, their ideas, that's what we're going to talk about on Kingdom Conversations, and then you make the decision. But Pastor Iron, help help the people. Help them stop. Help them stop all this foolishness.
1: (laughs) uh, Stop all this foolishness. You know the only one, the only one who I think is qualified to deal with that foolishness died over two thousand years ago. So I'm gonna let the I'm gonna leave the foolishness to him, <laughs> and I'm gonna no, I'm gonna try no, to present preachers. Yeah, oh yeah, no, no, you I'm can't gonna, leave it up to no. Nah. You have to help the people. Yeah, oh yeah. What I'm what I'm gonna try to do is is hopefully. Um, Give people a perspective that may help kind of de-escalate some of the emotion and kind of escalate some reason. Um, when I look at President Trump and I look at Joe Biden, as well as with any um, any election, not just this election, but the elections to come and the elections that have passed. I think it's been helpful for me, and I think it will be helpful for any person to practically get over the fact that you are voting for two people and and rather see it differently you're really voting for two different directions Mm, that's good right you're you're voting for you 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 almost need to see the candidates as a fork and you have to you have to recognize that as a result of engaging civically and casting my vote I'm not just voting for a person because that person represents a party. That person represents a platform. That person represents a political ideology that has a long history. That person represents a, a body of history that is much bigger than they are, to, of, of course. And they're pretty much just a a, mascot, a representative that, that is standing up there to represent a side and a direction, a way in which uh, this nation is going to go. So when I cast my vote, I am casting my vote for a particular direction that I want to see my country go in. And that direction is going to be economic. There's going to be a social direction. There's going to be a spiritual direction. There's going to be a moral direction. There's going to be a direction in education. There's going to be a direction in the whole climate of of, of opinion of how we are and who we are as a, as a nation. There's gonna be a direction in terms of our identity as a country, that you're not just voting for the person, uh, because of course, any person's gonna be flawed. Any person's gonna have uh, things that you look at and go, eh, I don't like that, oh, I don't like that. That's neither here nor there. What people I believe should do is elevate their eyes above the people and say, okay, when I cast my vote, in what direction am I voting for my nation to go in? Which is evidenced by the political ideology behind the policies that they make. This is why platforms are important. Platforms are what Joe Biden and President Trump are standing on, right? So if you if you show me what they're standing on, you show me what they're representative of which shows me what direction my nation is going to go in. So I have to ask myself a question, what direction do I want my nation to go in and what climate do I want my nation to have and and what and what then is going to be the fallout in the and the repercussions of that. You know, for example, as a Christian man, as a as a child of God, I recognize that I'm not voting for a pastor in chief. Okay? <laughs> he, he in this case both of them being men but they're not going to be pastor in chief i don't need that what i am looking for though however is which person represents which party is going to lead me in a direction in which my faith can be expressed without being infringed upon in other words who's going to give me the freedom to serve jesus the way my bible tells me and the way my heart and the spirit of god dictates to me right who's going to best from a christian perspective if I'm looking from an economic perspective, and I see that okay, we may not love capitalism, but when it comes to what has been necessary for all freedom-loving societies and civilizations throughout time, uh, free market capitalism has been unnecessary. Wait a minute, economy.
0: I'm gonna pause you because you're getting into some policy issues. We're gonna we're gonna have a we're going have a chance to to dive into all of that.
1: Okay, I'm not gonna go too far into it. It's okay. just one example. I just wanna I want I want people to see that they're not voting for people. Mm-hmm. they're voting for directions they're voting for they're voting for exits or or they're voting for they're voting for forks they're voting for things that are going to go in different directions and which direction and what destination at the end of that direction am i going to be most at peace with as a child of god and as just a human being as a citizen and so realizing that my vote is going to have all of these these consequences this puts me in a position to where now when i when i sit down I wanna know, okay, what are these people, what, what's going on, what, what, what is the platform, as you said? How can you vote without having a platform? You can, you can do that, but you're gonna be voting on by something else. Whatever presupposition you have in your head about politics is what's gonna really power your vote. But you have to sit back and you have to ask yourself, okay, what direction do I wanna go in? What environment do I want to live under? What do I wanna to have to be dealing with? Because there are going to be social, moral, economic, and spiritual implications from both parties. And so this is the, this is really where we all find ourselves that you're voting for a direction in this nation.
0: Well, the only reason I stopped you is because we're going to do a deep dive in the policy. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, We're going to, like I said, uh, probably the week after next, next week, I still want to deal with some things that break down more of the divisiveness in the division. Um, especially yeah. with African-American people um, and, and s- the tension I keep hearing about between the African-American church and the, and the white evangelical church. I don't even know how we came up with those terms. There is no white evangelical church. There is no black church. There is yeah. one church. We are the body of Christ. And we have white and black people in the same body, but we're starting to divide that thing up. I'm going to attack that Mm -hmm. next week because I'm not going to sit by and watch the spirit of division try to divide the church on political grounds. And I'm going to hit that. So next week (laughs) I, I am going to bring the word of God to this situation because this demonizing one another within the church and pastors and bishops calling out one another, this stuff is not God. This is not godly. It ain't the kingdom. And I want to hit that next week. Mm -hmm. And then probably the week after we are going to start to do a deep dive literally into the policies, the platforms, so that you can see when I hand you one platform, the other platform, which platform you want to stand on. But I want to say this as we get ready to close. Um, man, that time went fast. <laughs> is that what you have to do as an individual in understanding the severity of what is going on in the earth, this will be a hinge election meaning the door's going to swing one way or the other because it's too much tension in the earth right now that all of this tension is also about this election. That's why everything is politicized. Oh, sure. No doubt. Whether it's COVID, whether it's race, whether it's riots, everything is politicized, which tells me everything that is happening is about November 3rd. Everything is pointing that way. And why is everything doing that has got to be the questions that we've got to pray into as believers so that we can find out what in the world is happening now. It would seem as though in the body of Christ, we could all get on the same page, but that's not going to happen. That doesn't happen in a family. That doesn't happen in a church. You you sure think everybody should be on the same page as a church? But I can preach a sermon and have members leave out with five different <laughs> you know concepts and perceptions of what I said or what I meant. I can't tell you how many times I've had members get what I meant to say wrong, or get what I said wrong, or misconstrued, or didn't understand it, or I don't know whether they fall asleep and catch certain phrases or what. But <laughs> But the bottom line is this. At the end of the day, whether you support President Trump or not, it's your vote. Whether you support President, I mean, Vice President Biden or not, it's your vote. Mm -hmm. And 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 all of the strife and contention is what we wanted to hit today about politics and then bring the church into it to say, When you do go, the only thing I want to encourage you is not about who you vote for, it's what you vote for. I want you to vote for what you feel like is a kingdom agenda. And that's why you need these policies and platforms, because that's what should determine your vote is the kingdom. You should be casting a kingdom vote. Mm that's what, that's, that's what we should be doing as representatives of the kingdom of heaven. And you can't do that if you don't know what you are voting for. So we're going to bring it all to light. Thank you. Share this information. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of comments on here that, that are good. Um, normally we have a first class, um, group of people, Um, who don't vote derogatory, I mean, comment derogatory things and stuff like that. So I want you to know, I appreciate you. We're going to raise up (laughs) some educated, well-informed people. And then um, I'm going to tell you how I feel about some things. And then they'll just be my perceptions, Pastor Irons' perceptions. And then you can come up with your own perceptions, but don't let anybody Anybody dominate you? You got to stop. You got to start cutting off this intimidation, this fear, and all of this. So next week, be in prayer because I'm really going to attack the divisions that are happening in the body of Christ, um, and we're gonna we're gonna put an end to that. Y'all gonna help me? We're gonna put an end to that and uh, make sure that we can come together as brothers and sisters in the Lord, even if we disagree. Yeah. We can disagree in an agreeable way. And um, so listen, we're out of time. 45 minutes is about all we want. Oh, but it's gonna get good <laughs> because when we bring out these policies and platforms <laughs> and show them to you, I'm trying to tell you we are going to say what we feel like we need to say about these because pla- you you can attack an idea, <laughs> oh, yeah can't attack a person.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Can't attack. I know, but I can attack a policy or a platform. And since this is my page, <laughs> I'm going to give you my perspective about it. <laughs> so next week, we're going to hopefully at the end of that broadcast, get into some of this. Share this. Share this. You need to get involved. The church has got to get involved. You got two platforms. Let's go. November the 3rd is coming. Super duper important. All right. Love y'all. And uh, we will see y'all next week right here on more Kingdom Conversations. I pray you were blessed by today's podcast. Take a moment and subscribe to it and review it and share it with someone else
1: so that we can stay connected. Be blessed.